Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to the Windsor Knot, a royal wedding podcast, and this week, well, let's get you out of the way. You're Daniel Cooper, hello. That's not a very nice introduction. I just, re- yeah, I did let's it badly. Let's get you out of the way, Jesus. Well, I meant, I meant to introduce you, I forgot because I got all excited about the dress, because that's what we're talking about this week. Yeah, so for ages, I'm lifting the curtain, the velvet curtain, um, for ages we were like, oh, we'll do, definitely do an episode on the dress, and we're like... I thought we'd done it by now. Yeah, um, we're just gonna we're just gonna go for it this week. They've done Even, cake and flowers, man. Like, how are they not announced dress yet? Why? But then I feel like they're intentionally keeping that a secret. Yeah. Do you think it's like um, it's a teaser, like they're doing they do for movies and that? Yeah. It's for superheroes. Just a little bit of hem. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> well, I don't. Obviously, we're recording this the day before this podcast comes out. Mm-hmm. By the time this goes live, if they've announced the dress, sorry, just go along with it. Yeah. Again, if you're listening in the future, that's our bad. Oh, we uh, should also get this out of the way before we start. We're not going to be talking about the baby, because it's nothing to do with the royal wedding. Yeah. If they come out and say the baby's not allowed at the royal wedding, we'll do an episode. Baby Stop shunning. asking us about the baby. It's the wrong couple, mate. They've yeah. already got married. It's not about the royal wedding. Uh, fa- royal family, it's about the royal wedding. Precisely. And associated spin-off marriages. If you've listened to this podcast, you'll know we're extremely laser-focused on the issues at hand. Jesus. Um... <laughs> So, I'm going to go through the mystery of Megan's missing wedding dress. Oh, right. I thought this was... <laughs> I thought there was, like, an actual mystery for a no, second. No, there's not really. I was going to... So, I've got this, like, article from The Sun, which was published um, on the 22nd of April. And it's just all over the place. <laughs> it's just... It's, a, it's an article fabricated from nothing. That's not like The Sun. No. And <laughs> it's kind of searching around for... Um, who's designing this wedding dress. So I'm going to go through it, and we're going to talk about some of the options. So um, the the, the kind of the one that's... Paddy Power are basically suspended betting on it. And I'll go through the major odds. So the favourite is Ralph and Rusa. Okay. Can I can I ask when someone suspends betting? Is yeah. that because it's a foregone conclusion, or because what does that what does that actually mean? Uh, Paddy Power have stopped taking bets for it, but at least check these these were the odds. Right. So okay. they just like it's probably this. We're done. Maybe they just too think much of a sure thing. They're going to give away too much money. Can't be arsed anymore. <laughs> just oh my god, it's been going on for ages. Do you want to have a cup final? Do you want to do that? No, just weddings. Well, that's the thing with like some of these weirder odds. If you go into just any branch of Paddy Power, do they just bring it up on a computer? Or does someone have to like work it out? I think they must have it on a computer. I think they've got a big bank of like the current odds, odds monkeys. Who's the odds monkey like making it like consistent for everyone? I reckon it's Witchell. Side monkey, little side job. <laughs> Witchell absolutely getting in on the Paddy Power business. Um, so the favorite is Ralph and Russo. Right. Um, who have previously designed other um, attire for Megan. That's and that's not... why they're in the, the favourite seat. The third Avengers Infinity War director, Ralph Russo. The, the third brother. It's like yeah. the third Hemsworth. What's the third Russo doing? Doing mainly Just dresses. Really good dress. Expensive He's, dress. He is wicked. Yeah. Um, three to one, Erdem. Erdem? The house of Erdem. Ooh. Are, they, are these proper the house of type places? Uh, I think some of them, like... Um, the, the the Russo thing, uh, the the I think they're Australian. I should have checked that. I think they're Australian. That's fine. And if not, 
we will be forcefully corrected. Yes, we will. Just like we were with a Tolkien story. And me calling Emmanuel Adebayar <gasps> Tongan when he's Togolese. Tonga's not even in Africa. I got confused. We should have um, like that Alan Buxton fact-checking Santa. Or just like an Erratum episode where we go through everything we've gotten that, wrong. Like an addendum, just like apologies going, yeah, there's lots of factual errors Look, in I'm this sorry. podcast. I'm sorry, that's not where you come to us. <clears throat> um, so I think this is good. Um, Victoria Beckham, 4-1. to one. She's been in the running for a long, long time. <laughs> what? For just I think for just no reason, really. I know she makes... She has a fashion line, but she doesn't. Does she design it? Well, I think I don't know. It's good. Oh, make it red. Turns um, up in the England training kit. That'd be this, amazing. So this is quite interesting. So she was when they when they suspend, suspended betting. She was four to one. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't really understand odds. I think four that's to quite, one. That's quite good. One in four. It's like. <laughs> Listen to us trying to understand. It's a four with a little line and then a one. Yeah, that's four to one. That's good, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's if pretty I, if, high. If, like, if I bet a pound, would I get four back? You get four steak? pounds. So I think I that's five four pounds excluding steak. Off. No, four to one. Oh, I don't know. I think it's you either get four or five pounds. <laughs> Excellent. On Victoria Beckham, that's what you would get. So, ah, the wins are not. The podcast where you learn. <laughs> but, but, but this, she said... <laughs> She was four to one on. Victoria Beckham's already ruled herself out, saying she's not doing it. So what? Feel, she's not double bluffing. I feel like I should skew the odds slightly. So I love this sentence in this Sun article. But Victoria, Victoria Beckham has ruled herself out of the running, sensationally revealing she is in fact not the designer. How does she reveal it? Sensationally. I can sensationally reveal. Maybe she was reveal. looking sensationally. I can sensationally reveal that I am not the next Prime Minister. And then it does that classic tabloid thing where... They've obviously been told, if you've said someone's name, the next time you refer to them, you have to have, like, an epithet or a pronoun, like a descriptive... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ah, f- fuck it, Posh Spice. Yeah. Posh Spice... It's like, like when p- you get the ginger prince in yeah. every single bloody story. It's sometimes okay just to say Harry again. Yeah. Um, Posh Spice appeared on The Late Late Show with James Corden, where as well as confirming she had received an invite to the wedding... <gasps> nice. Hello. She also admitted, admitted... She was not behind Megan's dress. This is great. Grilled by Corden. Grill. <laughs> really? Uh, I've seen that show. He's not a griller. Grilled by, grilled by James over whether she was attending. He then moved on to whether the fashion designer has been tasked with making the dress. Oh. The forty-three-year-old said again. That's too ambiguous. The forty-three-year-old. Are, are you referring to Posh Spice or Corden? Said sadly, I'm not. But I'm sure she'll look incredible. Sadly, I'm not. She's upset. Um, Imagine if she turns up and kicks off because the dress is rubbish compared to hers. That would be brilliant. <laughs> but I, one of the reasons I put this in, there's um, another d- uh, potential designer. is a guy called David Emmanuel. Mm. I'm assuming it's a David. It's got to be a David. It's got to be a David. So he um, designed Princess Diana's wedding dress. And he oh. said he would be thrilled to design Megan's. I think if he's going on Lorraine... And saying that, he's angling for the gig. And he's not getting it either. He's not There's getting it. There's nowhere they haven't if decided. You- if you gain it, you know. Wasn't Kate? Wasn't Kate's dress like a hundred and fifty thousand pounds? Alexander McQueen dress. I yeah, think. you don't like, get. He was a favourite way back. Yeah, you don't get that three weeks before the wedding. Like he's not going on Lorraine and getting that you, job. Uh, you don't want that three weeks out. That's a lot of stress. No way. You want a year to work on that. You want a long, long time. Yeah, I've, I've seen Phantom Thread. Yeah, exactly. That's honestly uh, that's my entire knowledge of this subject. As I watched Phantom Thread recently. <laughs> The bit where he collapses on the dress the day before oh. it has to be given to the bride. And it gets a that little, stresses me it out. gets a little blot on it. Oh, it's no good. And then them, them poor women working all night to fix it. They seem not... I think they're the real heroes of that movie, those those women. Yeah, yeah. You should watch Phantom Thread. It's good. It's very good. Um, so he says, sadly not, but I'm sure she'll look incredible. He said on Lorraine... They keep saying... <sighs> listen to what he says on Lorraine. To his credit, this is back in May. I keep thinking of when you say on Lorraine, I'm just thinking he's standing on her while she's lying down. Or like, um, oh, he's just, he's orating for He's on Lorraine app. going, oh, give me the gig. Um, to explain who Lorraine is, it's Lorraine Keller. If you don't know, I, she's basically British Oprah. <laughs> that <laughs> is, is an overstatement. somewhat overstating her importance. She's like British Oprah. She's more... She's a charming Scottish know. lady. She's she's very lovely. She's, she's the epitome of loveliness. I'd say she's more a Regis Philbin. A, he's a guy. He's, a he's small he's, Scottish woman. He's famous for being nice. Um, Lorraine Kelly 
um, after I came out of a toilet in a recording studio Did down you? in Clapham. I occasionally get her confused with Davina McCall for some what? reason, and Davina McCall was uh, famously hooked on heroin for a while. <laughs> And so sometimes I think, Lorraine's done really well for herself after all that heroin. And I remember she's just... she's a... Scottish, Joe. Is no, that not why? because Davina McCall's not Scottish. Well, not immediately Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like, also Davina McCall does a lot of those like exercise tapes where she's like, yes. showing her abs as yeah. a 40-year-old woman going, I've got great abs as a 40-year-old woman. I've Have a bang kids. on these. <laughs> Have some heroin. It really <laughs> brings them out. <laughs> Anyway, there's one thing that's good for visceral fat. <laughs> oh, it burns it straight oh. off. You can have as many Jaffa cakes as you like, <laughs> and after heroin, you will have some. Oh. Uh, he said, like I feel like this is why he's not going to job. So he said this back in May. He goes, she asks him about Megan's dress. He goes, "Ooh, that, that's the one I want. If I could get my hands on it." Have they transcribed the word "ooh." No, I've embellished. I really like that. I've embellished it slightly. I loved it. This is, I've done that because I know what's coming next. That's the one I want if I could get my hands on it. She's a little sex bomb. Oh, <laughs> beautiful figure. I don't know why I doubt Who's this, Emmanuel? Like this. No, yeah, this is, uh, what's he called? A David li- Emmanuel. A He's little like, sex She's bomb. a little sex bomb. Beautiful figure. I love her in the American show. They put her in classic clean lines, crisp shirts, fabulous shaped skirts. She looks hot. I love her in the American show. Doesn't even know the <laughs> name. He's no idea. Mate, what you're he's a fucking doing. fashion designer. It's called Suits. He's heard it's about. <laughs> he's heard it's about lawyers. He's like probably clean lines and that. It's called Suits. Oh, beautiful figure. It's like, mate, I don't want you measuring me for this dress. Don't even go nearer. Pervy David. Absolutely disgusting. Um, another designer, possibly Misha Nonu. Misha Nonu? Uh, oh, we've heard about her before. Who she set the pair up on a blind, blind date? Well, she's one of the several fabled figures, like and then, the three wise men of the blind date. Everyone's got, I was like, I was, in, I was involved. I did I was, it. Like, Mike, Mike Tyndall saying he did it. Um, Burberry. Now, this one, this is really clutching the Or Burberry. Which Megan wore out in Brixton once. Oh, obviously. <laughs> Great. Well, I was probably asked them to do my um, wedding I, dress. I've got real affinity for Burberry <laughs> after that one time. Again, just again, clutching at nothing. Um, speaking on Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast. Excuse me. Wedding Guest Extraordinaire podcast. What? British designer Henry Holland believes that Burberry's former creative officer, Christopher Bailey, would be right for the job. Oh, great. He's literally got no stake in this one. No one's got a clue, do they? No, this is just all nonsense. So the only thing we can confirm confirm at this time is that we believe that she's had um, fittings for her wedding dress. Why do we believe that? Um, Because the sun says it. Oh, I see. Okay. No, (laughs) basically, if you drill down to a lot of stories, it's because it... She, has, she must she has, have. She must have at this point. Yeah. There's also this weird story that I didn't print out. They were saying, like... Um, out of spite. Out of spite. It wasn't worth the fucking paper. Um, that she's, again, I think it was on the Daily Star saying that she's had to have, like, five like refittings because she's lost weight. Because mm. she's on a health kick. We, so don't even know, we don't even know what the dress is, and you're now saying it's been taken in. She's saying that. No, the Daily Star. Oh, the Daily Star are saying that she said that. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. She's on a health kick, a juice. She well, on a juice diet. we know diet. that she likes honey from source. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that so creepily? I'm sorry. You sound like David. I feel like I'm still a bit possessed from David. Like oh, it's, good. I mean, it's like inside the actor's studio. <laughs> I can't quite rid myself from him. You have to I'm shed so- him slowly, like a snake. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did wonder why you were wearing that hat. A David hat, a little David hat, little pork pie, (laughs) (laughs) little pork pie hat with a a a little Fabergé egg. I was going to say a little bright blue flower in it. I thought that would be nice. Um, So yeah, we like. I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. Mm. I don't really have many specifics on this dress. The thing I keep reading is that she's going to wear two dresses because Kate did. What? Well, so she wears the wedding dress for the wedding, as you might expect, and the uh, reception. But then they have the private party at Frogmore House later, and apparently she changes at that point into something else exquisite, but different. Isn't that, like, quite a standard thing now? I think it kind like, of... I've definitely been like, to a wedding it must where... It quite uncomfortable for the bride to be, like, in a yeah. massive wedding dress all day. I've been to a wedding where the bride changed for the reception, mm. and that was... I think that was good, because it let her have a dance and that. <laughs> the thing that really... Not freaks me out, that's the wrong word. The worries me about a wedding dress yeah. is that you spend so much money on it. Mm. 
and then a lot of it is just literally dragging on the floor and getting dirty. Yeah. I think that's really manky. Like, I'm manky. So, I, I'm someone who doesn't like wearing their shoes in their house. Like, oh, I take yeah, them off yeah, of the yeah. door. Because I was like... Get rid. I have dog shit on this. And then it's like walking... Even traces of it going inside my bedroom freaks me out. Interesting. Freaks, again, it's a strong word. I just don't like the idea of it. You little germaphobe. Oh, you sneaky little germaphobe. But I, like, I don't like sitting on... My, I wouldn't sit on my bed in my jeans. What? I'd be like, that's sat on the tube. That, oh, that is not, unusual. Like, trans- transference. I'm like, keep the bed clean. So you get completely nude every time you get in bed, like it's a little stasis chamber. <laughs> I think you've wildly extrapolated <laughs> there. I'm thinking. I think it's an in-between stage where I put on pyjamas. I put on more clothes to get in bed, and I eat in it. <laughs> I do, unfortunately, regularly come home and eat my dinner in bed. <laughs> you do a little bit of chicken. Well, that's not that often. Again, let's not overstate. I've had chicken in bed. I was worse for wear. We've had a whole rotisserie. We've in a bag. <laughs> I was just He's eating, snaffling it, just like... getting my tongue under the oysters at the bottom. Just <laughs> <laughs> you look so freaked out, mate. Of course, I love freeze out. I even wear my five hundred ones on a bed. It's mental. I don't, I don't wear five hundred ones. Of course, you don't. Five elevens, mate. Yeah. Tapered fit. Yeah, I was going to say, not boot cut. <laughs> not dad jeans. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, so I've, I've come up short, Joe. That's fine. I mean, it's her fault. She hasn't told us what the dress is. Yeah. Unbelievable behaviour from her. But you know what? It's her day. She can do what she likes. Maybe she'll turn up in, like, I don't know. Maybe she'll turn up in a big Mac and then, like, <laughs> unveil it <laughs> in St. George's Chapel. Like, you've been waiting. Here it is. But what if it is, like... Crap. <laughs> what if it's rubbish? I don't think. I feel like not announcing it is making it more hyped that people will comment on it more. Interesting. Also, we keep hearing how unorthodox. How unorthodox could she get? Whoa, Imagine like, if she didn't have like the mad train or anything like that. Imagine if she turned up in a big what swan dress? float, red dress, all the posies and that revenge dress. <laughs> she turns up in an exact replica of the revenge dress. I thought that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, that would be a bit. <laughs> it's Charles. Not what do you think on. of this? Have that, Dad. <laughs> Harry's like, I'm very conflicted right oh, now. I'm so sorry. You're wearing a replica of the dress my mum wore to ha- get back at my dad for admitting adultery <laughs> on ITV at ten o'clock after I'd gone to bed. Reclaiming it <laughs> so, after I'd gone to bed. <laughs> after I'd gone to bed because I was twelve. I was a little boy, and it's wrong that I'm aroused. <laughs> Oh, you've you've dragged us into somehow da- more of a sordid place than even my oyster-licking exploits. <laughs> but it's David Joe. He's a dirty man, and he has a lot to answer for. And with that in mind, shall we go to a break? Yeah. All right. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Can I give you the ring? She goes, oh, yes, the ring. <laughs> uh, do you know who else has to dress up on the wedding day? The vicar, hopefully. Everyone. They've all got to wear clothes. And now we know what they have to be, because we found out the dress code from the invites. Oh, lovely. Um, they, they released one picture of the invites, and it's um, a fancy little invite being picked up, I think, by a gloved hand. It might not be gloved. I might have made that up, but I like the idea of it. And in the corner... Just in calligraphy, it says, maybe Megan's. I don't think it is, because it's by a special... They they called out who the calligraphers were, like the people who made the <laughs> I invites. I called them out, going, is this a T or a P? Shithouse. <laughs> um, but they, the dress code was in the corner, and it says this. Dress, uniform, morning coat, or lounge suit for men and for women. Day dress with hat. Got to wear a hat. Um, so... There's a slight Freudian slip in the Hello report that I saw where they accidentally wrote morning coat as if it was a funereal morning coat. Um, So those are three different suits for men. Uniform, so if you're of the military, like how Prince William was, 
Yeah, you, these, you're allowed to wear that. That's you're allowed to wear fine. your special military stuff. This, like the the presumably not fatigues. No, like the, the ceremony. He's not one. in the stuff on that video you no. told us about where yeah. he ran off. Yeah. He's in his special. Like uh, he, I think he was. He's in the Blues and Royals uniform yeah. if he turns up in that uh, morning coat, which is um, your classic coat tails, like long jacket one that posh people wear, and I've never seen a normal person wear. Or a lounge suit, which it turns out is just a normal suit and tie. I was just googling that. that while you said lounge suit, and the first thing comes up. It's a lovely picture of um, a, young, a young woman in that. That's not what we're talking about. It's not like a tracksuit onesie. Yeah, I got a tracksuit onesie. I was like, <laughs> sweet. I'll probably Wicked. go relax. I don't own tails. Yeah, it's hard, hard so to come across. That's, that's interesting. So a regular man's suit is a lounge suit. It, yeah, it okay. is apparently. According to Debrets, who are the people that uh, like tell you how posh you are and fancy and that, have you ever beat? Have you ever seen Debrets? It's mad. They've got rules for everything. I went on their website today. They're just like, oh, you've got to do this if what you're is eating it? Is soup. It a magazine. It's like an etiquette organization. Source. Oh, they like codify it. Yeah, I think that's what they are. Maybe I've got it wrong. Um, and but this is the interesting thing. So there's like three different ideas for men. For women, it's just day dress with hat. A nice but, woman's dress. But I looked into this. It is so fucking complicated being a woman go, trying to wear a day dress with a hat. Listen I, th- to I think you could have missed out that last part. Look, yeah, well, absolutely. But <laughs> that was listen to me. Yeah, fucking tell me about it. You can, you can attest to this. Look at all this writing. <gasps> this is what people are suggesting for day dress with hat. It's a full side of Joe A4. Is p- pointing at lots of words. No spaces in between. <gasps> right, so let's go through this. Um, this mostly comes from a Washington Post article. Um, which was actually very interesting. And they got, unlike most people who just went, here's what everything is, they got, um, uh, like, experts in hats and shit (laughs) to actually talk through what this stuff is. But the more they talk, the more you go, oh, my God, if I was a woman, I would not be able to, I just wouldn't go. I just wouldn't go. It would be so scary. Because if you turned up and someone was like, you check on that dress is a bit too big, you'd be like, fuck! It's horrible. I do dread that because I don't own much smart wear. If I no. get invited to meet smart, I'm like, great, that's cost me 300 quid, yeah, is it? Exactly. Brilliant. It's mental. Can right. I wear superstars? No. The best part of this is they go through what the stuff actually is and then they use these words. The edicts, uh, they're calling them edicts, which is fair, leave plenty of room for faux pas. They also leave room for honouring age-old but not widely known customs, such as choosing straw as the material for hats after Easter. And then they never <laughs> mention that again. <laughs> what? But like with rules like that, you know, what bothers me with that kind of rule is just the mad ambiguity of it. Because yeah. still to my, this day, this Labor does my, day. This, no, this does my nutting. Gremlins, okay? In Gremlins, don't feed them after midnight. You don't say when you can start. Yeah, exactly. Technically, every time is after midnight of Madness. the previous day. So you need to... If, that, if that's a rule, don't frame it in that way. Say... Feed them between this time and this yeah. time. That lad in the curios shop was not good enough. I For someone really who was that doesn't. worried about them, he did not do a good enough job at explaining the I, rules. Again, bright light. What are we talking here? Yeah. How bright? And it is always after Labor Day, so I'm going to wear yeah. white whenever I want. It's always is after it, Easter. Is it don't wear white or is it wear white? Do what you want. <laughs> do give a shit. Okay. Turn right. up in one of those lounge suits. Right. <laughs> uh, so most of this comes from etiquette expert Micah Meyer, which is a cool name. Um, and as and I've written here very early on, before I'd even properly started researching, it sounds like a nightmare to be a woman at this shit. <laughs> uh, so women's shoulders should be covered, right? <laughs> I'm going to nip that. Top of the dress. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Just put it on. Women's shoulders should be covered. covered at all times. Just scribbled. <laughs> Uh, and they clarify this by saying, it's the Church of England, and the groom's grandmother is the head of that institution. FYI. Weird. What What do you mean, it's the Church of England? Like, they've got a thing against shoulders. shoulders. I know religions can be weird about parts of female anatomy. Yes. Never heard shoulders before. Yeah. I guess it gives the... It's that thing where if you cut it a, a, a picture off, when oh, there's new shoulders, it yeah. gives the illusion, doesn't it? You don't want illusions. Don't like a little sex bomb. No, absolutely not. David. Uh, this is the stupidest bit of all of this. Hemlines shouldn't be shorter than the longest finger when arms are held at the side, but also shouldn't be longer than mid-calf. So if you're standing with your arms down, yeah. your hemline should not be shorter than your longest finger, 
but it also shouldn't be longer than mid-calf, which, if you actually do it, right, I'm going to stand up. Okay. Right. That is... That's short. That's like that's like two inches, I reckon. Like, mid-calf, that's there. That's short. It's mad. I don't understand. That's what a day dress is, apparently. An incredibly small window of space on your leg. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, you won't see cleavage. You won't see a lot of skin. At least you shouldn't. It would be seen as disrespectful. <laughs> it's like you try to put people off the royal wedding watching it. Uh, you won't see cleavage, just it's so not, you know. It's not Channel 5, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit odd, that. I mean... okay. Fair enough. Skin and cleavage. Not. I wouldn't have that in church anyway. And wow. I've got cleave for days. Um, where was I? Dresses that are mostly black or mostly white are no-nos. That's standard wedding stuff. Yeah. You don't turn up looking like you're what, at a funeral. You don't turn up like the bride. Like the bride. Yeah. Wasn't I got a dress? Um, that said, accents, patterns, or smaller pops of those colours are fine. So you can have white bits. It's not the dominant colour. You could have... What about a black dress with polka dot white? <laughs> what if you just gave in a green wedding dress? <laughs> I feel also that wouldn't be on. Like a ghillie suit. Like, <laughs> you're hiding in the grass. I would love to go Surprise, to a, motherfuckers! I'd love to go to a wedding in a ghillie suit. That would be so funny. Just, Here are your rings! <laughs> just every wedding photo, just be on the ground in front of us. <laughs> Like a little, <laughs> little celebratory hillock. Crews, what are you doing? I'm pretending I'm in a field in Odessa. I'm a grass boy. Uh, light prints and patterns are likely, but big. Um, this is mad language. Big and blocky prints are unacceptable. <laughs> you cannot be. You will be shunned if you wear a big blocky print. I'm into big blocks. Big blocks are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Madness. Uh, and then they make the point international guests clearly are welcome to wear their country's equivalents because you don't yeah. want like you know an African dignitary turning up and they're like what is that <laughs> <laughs> what are you wearing <laughs> yeah you can't do that no so that's alright <laughs> I just pretend I was from somewhere just else just come up with mad cleavage yeah you can't say anything Ever heard of a little place called Sweden, baby? We do what we like. This is a traditional dress in Sweden. Come to the sauna. Uh, <laughs> it's very odd. Uh, international guests, women must wear hats. And interesting. <laughs> Again, I'm going to cut that out. Women must. <laughs> Joe's rules for life. <laughs> Joe's rules for women. <laughs> They must. A woman must wear a hat, or she's not a woman in my eyes. <laughs> Unacceptable. Uh, women must wear hats, and you keep them on in church, so you don't take them off when you go into the church. Which I, I think thought, is unusual. I thought that would be disrespectful. Apparently, that's what you do. But which means you have to be careful about not blocking people's view. So bigger ah. is not better with wedding hats. Um, fascinators, which are headpieces decorated with bows, flowers, and more. I have the word. Fascinator written down. I wanted to ask you about fascinators. They are interesting. Uh, popular and perfectly acceptable. Lending an air of whimsy. I think that's <laughs> where you can express a lot of um, your individuality is through the fascinator. Right. Now, let's take a brief break on a fascinator here because there's something interesting. that I have never seen this before and apparently it's very famous. Um, the huge hat worn by Princess Beatrice yep, I've seen it. to the wedding of Harry's brother, Prince William, and Kate Middleton lives on as a cautionary tale. Royal Watcher which is a thing, apparently, Anne Chertoff. Well, like in Buffy. Yeah, Royal Watcher. And Anne Chertoff. Chertoff sounds like a <laughs> something you'd say to get rid of a, hey, a scallywag. Chertoff! Chertoff, mate. Uh, Chertoff called the high bow on Beatrice's fascinator ridiculous in so many ways, but at least you could see through it. Um, ah. And yeah, I've never seen this before. It's nuts, isn't it? She looks like an alien queen. She looks like she's summoning Cthulhu. It's mad. If you haven't seen it, and I, I guess loads of people yeah. have. Um, Google, what do they Google? Beatrice? I literally just look up Beatrice hat. There's a million pictures. It's completely insane. I, I think it's brilliant. Have another look. <laughs> look at it. That is insane, isn't Absolutely it? absurd. It's a big hoop. It's like a giant um, sonic ring painted beige <laughs> with like mad tentacles coming out yeah. of it. It's brilliant. It does kind of match your dress as well. It does. Actually, that was something I had, hadn't written down. Uh, you don't want your hat and your dress looking like they're from two different outfits. 
Oh, yeah, look fair that. enough, yeah. You want it makes them. perfect sense. Of course you do. Um, you're, you mustn't wear open-toed shoes, wedges, or slingbacks, but also don't wear particularly high heels because there's cobblestones. Why slingbacks? So I've, God knows, mate. <laughs> there's so many names for things. Yeah. Again, I don't know how you do it, ladies. I, I just I struggle with finding trousers that fit. <laughs> Never mind look good. <laughs> It's an absolute nightmare being it, it, a woman. I think I say a man. Oh, yeah. Trousers don't fit sometimes. You wouldn't believe the trouble oh. I've had with trousers. Am I 30? 30 Actually, can we... Speaking of trouble with trousers, though, do you have this problem where the gusset of your trousers the is the thing that breaks every time? All the time. It's the only reason I ever replace All trousers. All the time. And there's, there's... When they're going on some jeans that I like... I do kind of push it a little far sometimes. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's it's ripped a little bit, but I can get away with. I've spent the point where I give them up is like when I'm really embarrassed. If I'm embarrassed on the tube sitting down, yes, and I've absolutely. got to like make an effort to like put my bag in between my legs. You're not allowed to manspread yeah. like you usually do because <laughs> I'll be aerated. Yeah, well, that's the problem. I'm fine with like a little peephole, <laughs> or, or or just a, a a lessening of the fabric. Yeah, but when it looks like I've got an actual, I'm like building a door into my own crotch. Why is that? I guess it's thighs rubbing. It must be, because, like, the common joke is like, mm, too, you know, I'm big. Oh, I'm packed in there. Well, let me tell you, I'm not, and <laughs> that's not the reason. It's smooth like an action man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh, Alan Rickman in Dogma. <laughs> I'm the Metatron. Uh, so, yeah, don't... <laughs> I'm going to spice together. I am the Metatron. <laughs> Women, Women must wear hats. hats. Women's shoulders must be covered. <laughs> Give me the project file. No open toes, no wedges, no slingbacks, but don't wear big high heels because you'll fall on your ass. is basically the question here. So, you know, there's one type of small heel, I guess, probably. Pumps. Also, <laughs> side point, Queen Elizabeth fucking hates wedges. That's a thing. Oh, so that's where that edict's probably comes she from. Hate- so it's like, what have you got against wedges? She hates wedges, apparently. She says they're ugly. According to Vanity Fair, Duchess Catherine... Uh, so Kate, to the commoner, has never worn wedges in the presence of Queen Elizabeth, uh, at least according to photographic evidence. What's Grandma have against the comfortable footwear? <laughs> Grandma. <laughs> yeah. The Queen isn't a fan of wedge shoes. She really doesn't like them, and it's well known among the women in the family. Where, like where, it's being kept secret from the men. Where does she, she stand on jeggings? Um, well, so there, there's a whole section in this other thing about where I looked up the wedges issue where uh, they very rarely wear denim, unless it's sort of for a, an outfit. Yeah. Like when like an outdoorsy thing. Yeah, well, like when William and uh, Kate went to like rural America, like he was wearing yeah. like a checked shirt Just and jeans. It looks weird. It does look like they're cosplaying as normal people. Imagine not having jeans in your repertoire of outfits. I'd be nude. I'd be, I'd be nude most of the time, wouldn't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, I'd, I'd be freezing. Uh, so yeah, no wedges. Uh, I think there was something else the Queen hates. He doesn't wear jeans. Don't trust the person. Oh, she's also not found, fond of skinny straps on dresses or revealing attire. Again, Fair. second it... one. Skinny straps, though, that's just to keep your dress up. Why do you have to go strapless? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, she's an elderly woman. She don't want someone turning up in a revealing dress. Like, we got well into the Queen recently, but I think she's a bit of a monster again. <laughs> oh, but, oh, the prude. Yeah. Prudy Queen. Absolutely. Prudy Queen. Uh, the only real... Um, uh, sort of info on handbags is that they must be small because it will be very tight seating. So don't bring, uh, okay. just don't bring a big bag that's going to make everyone's legs go out of whack and that. Big Chewbacca bag. There's one person with a fucking duffel bag at the end and everyone else's legs have to be sort of tessellated all the way up the row. It'd be rubbish. <laughs> don't do that. Come gonna on. Pack them in. Get a get a little. I don't know, bring a tote bag from the Barbican or something. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll fit nicely. It'll squeeze wherever you want it. One of those little pea drawstring bags. Yeah, one of those rough trade bags you get when you buy a Big vinyl. Because yeah. you're a cool guy like me. Uh, <laughs> celebrity and society stylist, Diane Lloyd Roth, uh, also talks society about... Society stylist also sounds very sinister. Society stylist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does sound like yeah. she's the puppeteer. Eugenics. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um... She talked specifically about Americans at the wedding. Oh, why? What are they up to? What are they like? Um, (laughs) Diane Lloyd Roth. Full denim. (laughs) Diane Lloyd Roth is American, by the way. But she says Americans forget sometimes (laughs) that they are not the princess. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's one American at this wedding. Yeah. So there's. Well, the idea here is that the American contingent will be the ones. Oh, like, who aren't who are just oh, gaudy Joe, Joe's gonna be like 
keeping up appearances. It's gonna be it's gonna be an absolute nightmare. You're gonna be on on Megan's side. It's gonna be an absolute jungle of madness. <laughs> so uniform for white socks kit. <laughs> yeah. Uniform yeah, means kit, doesn't it, in America? Yeah, like baseball uniform. Yeah, I suppose it does. I've never for... really thought about that. Just a big American football <laughs> shoulder pads. Said, said uniform. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah. Ellie Goulding turns up. <laughs> Dressed as an ice hockey goalkeeper, why goaltender. Is he, why is Golding dressed as um, like Green Bay Packers? What's going on? Uh, yeah, you can barely hear her sing out that big helmet. It's getting all <laughs> echoey in there. Uh, she says, uh, Diane Lloyd Roth, not Golding, says, the only way that there'll be a culture clash would be if the Hollywood contingent tried to outroyal the royals. And they then, wouldn't I love, dare. I love this from Lloyd Roth. They should remember, this is the upper crust. They own their jewels and the clothing they're wearing. They don't turn back into mice at the stroke of midnight. It's very barbed. Like, considering Lloyd Roth is the society stylist yeah. for Hollywood people. Also, a lot of them might be richer than the royal family as well. Very much so. Weird. Uh, and, yeah, the Queen. But basically, yeah, they go to the castle reception in the same outfits. So that's fine. It's not too complicated. But, yes, then they have to check. All the women have to change again for the evening party at Frogmore House. But they say that the outfits will be uh, more risque because Queen, really? Liz, Queen Liz don't go to the private party. She's not going to Frogmore. <laughs> Harry's crotchless. That's when you get... Yeah. <laughs> He's oh, got now chaps he's gone. on. Here we go. Here we go. Pelly getting absolutely nuts. Do you think, like, feature, um, famous and rich people quite like the royal family? Because to them, it's the only person they have to treat differently. Like, to Maybe. them, it's like... I don't know. It's Very rarely that they're, they're not the most important person in the room. Yes. And suddenly it's quite weird for them maybe to experience that dynamic again. But then it would be mad as a very, very rich and famous, successful person to suddenly go, why is this person more important than me? Like, cause she was born, I actually had to work to be yeah. in suits. <laughs> I think a lot of some famous people are monsters. Yeah. So, so it'll be exciting to see, see that. what happens. I hope they do play your cam. So you're not allowed cameras at the Frogmore House thing? I would love to Ages know what happens there. It's going to be insane. Instagram. Oh, that's going to be an Stories. absolute gold mine. Oh, I just had a little <laughs> hiccup out of excitement. Um, yeah, but I just put, as a point of comparison, um, for the men, according to this article, you basically just get one of those three kinds of suit and polish your shoes. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, so hard being a man. Don't cut that one out. Um, <laughs> that's going pin tweet. But I looked up... Um, like dress codes for weddings throughout the ages and i found one dress code more mad than this which is from royal weddings in the king dynasty in china which ran from the 17th century until 1912 and i found found this very interesting even though it has very little to do with what we're talking about uh they had incredibly complicated imperial wedding customs including elaborate bridal costumes ritual sipping by the bride and groom from a special cup uh, and weeks of celebration according to historians of chinese culture uh, one imperial wedding in 1888 uh, mandated that on the wedding day itself, everybody in the country was required by law to wear red and green. They ha- You just had to wear red and green that day or you went to jail. Um, so that's mad. Also what happened on <laughs> during this time, side point, uh, there was 20 days of holiday in which the entire King Empire mandated that no one could be punished for any crime. Purge. It's the purge! Purge! The purge happened because of a royal wedding. I'd the be purge well happened. Up for that. But also, <gasps> doesn't make sense. Couldn't be punished for any crime, but then but there was a crime of not wearing red or green. Maybe that was the one loophole. Get your facts straight, King Dynasty. But I thought that was very Imagine interesting. Imagine if, like, in a couple of weeks in time, we just had purge. It's just Britain. purge week. <gasps> be pretty good wouldn't it FA Cup final be an absolute mess <laughs> be the, awful the winning team just gets to purge the losing yeah. team <laughs> they all put on special masks oh just purge Chelsea they all put on like rubbery Sven Goran Eriksson imagine masks imagine that coming out of the purge just going oh there's no more Chelsea yeah. no more Chelsea fans oh well <laughs> yeah the bus blew up no one no one's taken any responsibility can't do a lot about it purge serves see for Eugenie's wedding yeah sweet pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty great purge uh, Eden Hazard dead <laughs> so it's fun oh. oh it's gone dark hasn't it they purged in the kings that's yeah. interesting yeah. I liked it should we do some emails oh go on then why not um, this email is from Tatum Taylor who is the self-style royal highness the princess Tatum duchess of graduate school 
and Tatum is studying for a PhD at Louisiana. She? At Louisiana. Sorry, sorry. Louisiana State University. Very impressive. Uh, so, American listener here. And so she has a question regarding the last episode. Does Kate Middleton wear the same ballet slippers nail polish as Elizabeth because she is more or less required to or because her and the Queen have similar tastes? So then this is two episodes ago. This yeah. is the Queen episode when I revealed that the Queen you, like wears this very cheap um, nail varnish. And I think Liz, um, Kate does something similarly. So she's asking, does Kate mimic Elizabeth because either because she dressed modestly. Yeah to impress the Queen, or is that royal protocol? And then Tatum goes on to say, do you think Meghan will follow suits wearing nude nail polish and high, neck li- more like. and high necklines? Like, do you think, basically saying, because she's going to join the royal family, yeah. is her style going to be kind of quashed a bit? She's going to become a bit more boring? Right. So, I get the impression that Kate is a bit of a suck-up because she is proper, full-on oh, royal, like... No wedges in front of the Queen. Uh, ballet slippers stuff. I saw a thing today where apparently if a royal person wears a coat inside, they don't take it off. So there was this image of her meeting the uh, prince and princess or king and queen of Norway. She's got a full coat on inside. Matt. Like a huge... <laughs> like a North Face. Like a long coat. Like done all the way up to the top. And I was just looking at it like, that's mad. Why are you doing that? And apparently it's royal protocol. So I think she's... Let, uh, suck ups harsh i think oh, she's a, me, a real a real pathetic <laughs> she's a real stickler you like megan way too much i want well, megan coming down she's gonna come down that aisle on wedges on little heelys yeah she's gonna be like <laughs> zooming, re- down. zooming down um cleavage she's gonna have a small blocky print <laughs> Queen's going to hate it's gonna it. going to be nuts. Queen's going to be simmering. I, I don't think Meghan will change her style. I think she's got an established one, and it would be odd if she did. Although I don't think she dresses too unroyally. No, I think she's quite elegant. She's definitely elegant. Yeah. Um, she's American elegant. But whether she, what's, it, what's that mean? The, it's a different style. It doesn't. She doesn't dress like Kate. She dresses like an she, American superstar. I think she's the one... She, We'll see. We'll see. Do you say I think she's the one? <laughs> no, I say, I th- I, we'll see her in jeans at a royal appointment oh, within the de- year. Definitely, she's going to kick up some like, fuss. Not to curry favour, just because she likes. No, jeans. it's because she's absolutely, absolutely smashing down the establishment. Tatum also says that she gave us five. She gave y- gave y'all, which <gasps> is a Louisiana dr- draw, I think there, five stars on iTunes. Thank you, Tatum. I'd like to ask Tatum: Is Louisiana as scary as it always looks in TV programs that include it? Because <laughs> It always looks scary to me, and I'd like to go, but I'm afraid that there'll be murderers or alligators. <laughs> Could you tell me I if I'd be about, all right? I think that about all of America. I look at the map and go, right, murderers everywhere. What's the other thing I have to worry about? There, that's earthquakes. That bit's alligators. This is survivalists. Tornadoes in the middle. That bit's Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Bodily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all bad, isn't it? Scary place. How'd you get by? <laughs> There's no wonder Megan came but over here. I do really like Americans, and I also really like... Oh, I love Americans. Um, all the cu- flavoured M&Ms that you have that we don't have. And you like jerky more than we do, and I'm a big fan of it. <laughs> Jack Links. I love a Jack Link. We, we've got pepperonis. <laughs> pepperonis are like Jack Links made by jerks. <laughs> They're jerk links. I actually like pepperonis. They're fine. They're no Jack Links. This is from Benoit. Benoit's a cool name. That's I knew a cool it. name. I like Benoit. Benoit. Hello, Joe and Dan. Are you going to throw a royal wedding party on 19th of May? And if not, why not? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I thought some people might be interested in what we're doing. Yes. Because like, this whole podcast is gearing up to this one day and we've not said actually weird, how it? we're going to watch it. It's, he says, I don't just mean a, uh, sorry, I don't just mean a party for yourselves and your actual friends. I'm asking on behalf of the horde of listeners you have so that he wants a proper big yeah, MySpace-style party. That's not happening. No. But you are welcome to watch it at your leisure. I think me and Joe are thinking of maybe watching it in a pub together. Yes. The British way. Yeah, exactly. I really like the idea of watching it like we would a football match. And then we actually will watch watch the the FA Cup. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, But I think we might do one more episode 
And we're going to do a post for sure. Following the wedding, breaking down the actual events. And, and we'll I, be taking notes in the pub. Well, I think what we should do, we I'm should... Gonna take a little recorder I was going to say, let's take a recorder and actually just... Maybe we'll have a highlights reel of us being like, it's that bloody dress! Scott, <laughs> wedges, wedges, Joe, Joe, she's fucking done it, she's got wedges on, mate. <laughs> we're going to get kicked out of that pub so quickly. That's <laughs> good, dude. Like, yeah, the people who got chucked out on FA Cup Day with these two dudes that came in 12 to watch the wedding. Wedding hooligans. <laughs> Um, the, I mean, the main point here is that we're not going to do a big public party because we're both very nervous people, and it would be really weird. <laughs> like we'd just be so quiet and sweaty. Yeah, it'd be horrible that, for you. That really is the depressing truth. You, you wouldn't it, like it. You wouldn't like meeting us. Oh, who's that sweaty, shaking person? Oh, that's Joe. Oh God. <laughs> Joe, why is his why is his crotch worn out on his jeans? <laughs> He's just very nervous. He keeps telling that woman to pull on a hat. <laughs> shoulders, shoulders out. Please leave the bar. Get out, please. This is a wedding venue. Please consult the edicts before attending. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that was Benoit's. Uh, this is a very interesting email, and I put it in because it's just... It's just a very strange British thing, and I kind of have seen this guy before, but I didn't know what who he was. And oh. it's kind of interesting, so... Hey, this is from Heffin Johnson. Hey, Heffin. Heffin um, Duke Heffin, Boy of Bean. Uh, I he's mean, called himself. I you'll love see, every part of that. You'll see why he's called Boy of Bean. Hey, fellas, there is an infamous charity worker within my town who goes by the name Captain Beanie. Mm. He has had his name legally changed to this. Oh, come on. So I think this is quite a recurring thing in, like, British towns. That There's that one person that everyone in the town recognises. Now, in Durham University, where I went to do my undergraduate, mm. there was a man that looked like the man on Pringles tubs. Oh. And, and everyone, he purposely did that. I don't know, but everyone would know. If you said Pringles man, everyone knows who you're referring to. Would people also think that he was Monopoly man? Because I think they're related. No, nah, he didn't have a monocle. I thought Pringles man had a monocle. No, I mean, I mean Pringles... Uh, I don't think I thought Pringles. Monopoly and him had monocles. Maybe Pringles man does. I think they're related, Pringles and Mon- Monopoly. You know what, Joe? Um, that it never arose that problem. Interesting. He's just Pringles man. In St Albans, where I went to school, there was an extremely tattooed and pierced person who just stood on a step a lot, and you kind of went, "Oh, there he is." Good on him. The illustrated man. Yeah, kind of. Um, so, <laughs> Captain Beanie, he dresses as a superhero, has transformed his flat into the Bait Bean Museum of Excellence. Oh which can be visited, has had over 60 bait beans tattooed onto his head. What? And even runs in the general election with his party, the New Millennium Bean Party. This man is known all over my town of Port Talbot. As a mentally ill person. I even had a toy of him when I was a child. What? He is truly an enigma. He's not an enigma. He's a bean man. That's that's his whole... There's a picture of him sat in the Museum of Bean. God... He's got a big orange head as well. He he looks like um like, looks the, like, fa- a- like the man from the Tango adverts that got banned. <laughs> so um, recently, he's been invited by the Lord Chamberlain to attend a garden party in Buckingham Palace. He will be representing as an ambassador of Port Talbot and will be meeting the Queen. This man should not be meeting the Queen. I can't tell if Heffin uh, likes Captain Bean. E. So, will his picture with the Queen be the peak of humankind? He does. And he, he loves I, him. And Heffin said, like, this is where it kind of links back to our podcast. He goes, was this man Rob not being invited to the royal wedding? I 100% think he is a danger to the royal family and should not be we allowed. Could, you can't have him at the royal wedding next to foreign dignitaries. You can't like beans that much. I don't want Megan's eyes ever seeing him. <laughs> I want Megan's eyes seeing him, but through a computer screen or jail bars. <laughs> Do Americans like baked beans? They have them in the same uh, they way. Get, they have, um, like, barbecue beans. But not our baked beans, like, in the same they, way. They want, I've like, seen cowboys eating baked beans. But not as loved as they are here. No, certainly they're not. A, they're not a part of the staple breakfast okay. by any means. But I actually really like American baked beans. They often cook them till they're a bit more mushy, and I like them a bit mushy, like a bit too you mushed up. Absolute pervert. I like it. You know what? I'm Captain Beanie. <laughs> I'm going to franchise him. Uh, this is this our final piece. This is our final. Bit well, of feedback. Jack, you're the final. Hi guys. Oh, he says nice things. The baby name section of the podcast made me remember that my dad works with someone whose son is apparently the only person in the country with the name Zebedee. <laughs> yes. Coupled with the fact that his surname is G, 
That makes me feel very sorry for that kid growing up. All the best, Jack. <laughs> Zebedee G. Or, or, or it could even be Guy. It could be Guy. Zebedee Guy. Zebedee Guy. Zebedee G. I mean, a very promising career in hip-hop awaits Zebedee. Yeah, so I was thinking, ZG. if you know anyone who also has the only instance of that name in the country, yes. email us in. Uh, a co-worker of a friend's mum when I was growing up was called Richard William Cock. Dick Willie Cock. That's real. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm trying to think of any brilliant names. I actually wrote down a load of names when I used to work uh, a temp job at the Wine Society. As you might expect, the Wine Society have quite an upper-class clientele. And every time I came across an amazing name, I would write them down. The one that sticks in my head is Dr. John Chenovix Trench, uh, which is, I mean, Chenovix. Chenovix. You sound like a dinosaur. Sorry, that's a first name. Huh? Chenovix. John Chenovix Trench. I think he was headmaster at Eton or something. Of course he was. Yeah, so I'm not even like just saying someone's name. That name helps you get that interview. Of course it does. Chenovix. Trench. That's good. I like it's quite a a strident word, isn't it? Trench at the end of your name. Uh, So if you've got any of those, email us show at windsornotpod.com. Yes, please. Follow us on Twitter at the Windsornot. And oh wait, oh, wins are not pod on wins Twitter. Not pod. And what you should do, as Tatum did, mm. if you enjoy the show, go to iTunes, rate five stars. If you don't, I'm gonna give it five stars. Yeah, honestly, don't waste time. Just five stars. Just yeah, just five stars. Get out. Yeah, and or I mean, uh, yeah, I was trying to think of a nice way they could do it. But I don't think it's nice. No, just if you've got please. nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. F off. Five stars. <laughs> there's no uh, way they're listening at this point if they don't like the podcast, surely. Yeah. And there's, there's Joe's little sign-off. Um, F off until next week. Bye. I am the Metatron. <laughs> thought you wanted a cleaner version. Actually, can you just say all that horrible stuff you say about women as well? <laughs>